Hey guys, welcome to Growth Hacking 101, the podcast for permanent makeup and SMP artists who want to multiply their income and achieve the real potential locked away in their business. In this video, you will learn how to humanize your brand and your company so that you can get the best out of communications with your prospective customers. Why is this important? Because in our industry, communications and connections are everything. So without further ado, let's get started. So guys, what does humanizing your company actually mean? You know, and why is it important? Well, all the evidence suggests that clients are way more focused on the artists than on the brand behind the artist. Now this may seem a little counterintuitive in this world where we're taught that brand is everything, but in our industry, the same rules don't really apply. You see, big corporations are different. You know, they're generally faceless. You generally don't see the people behind the corporation. So people focus more on the brand than the people. They're interested in what the what the, what the brand identity and mission is of Virgin or Coca-Cola or Nike. Whereas with small businesses, things are very, very different. It's all about the people. Because when the customer comes into your business, they're gonna be dealing with an individual, a particular person, a personality. So this focus on brand is, it applies to the corporate world, but it doesn't really apply in the same way as it does in our industry. Now, that doesn't mean that brand isn't important. Of course, brand is important, but it's more about your personal brand, okay? And how that connects with your, with your, with your business's brand, okay? So for example, um, if there's a permanent makeup artist that has a, uh, has a particular corporate look and feel, they have a logo, they have a color scheme, that's fine. But we've got to humanize that by explaining who's behind that brand, what their story is, what their mission is, and what customers can expect by interacting with that person, what kind of service level they can expect. And that's super, super important with small businesses, not as important for big corporations. Now, an overly sterile corporate image is simply not conducive to bookings in the permanent makeup and SMP industry. It's just not. And people like to know who they're dealing with. This is a very, very personal service. You know, So if you're a permanent makeup artist, you're gonna be tattooing their face, right? So there's a, there's a lot of trust involved. This is a big deal. You know, what you do for this, for this customer is going to either make them a much more confident person or it's gonna do the opposite. So that level of trust, people will only give that level of trust to a person, not to a corporation. Um, and also people like to support small businesses. You know, most of us run small enterprises in our local towns and cities that has a story, that has a mission, that's trying to find its way in the world and do some good. People love those kinds of stories. A really, really good example of this is a client of ours. Uh, you may know them. The company's called Dermographics. It's run by Valerie Weber and Ian Kruger runs the SMP side of the business. It's a permanent makeup and SMP tra uh, training school and studio based in Pennsylvania, USA. And we, we've built their websites for quite a few years now. Uh, and in, in the latest iteration, iteration, which has just gone live, one of the things we really wanted to do was to enable customers to connect online with the people. And I don't mean literally connect, but I mean to be able to really kind of understand kind of who the people were, who the team are behind the brand. Because 
brand is super important to demographics, but the people are super important to customers. So we wanted to get that balance right. So we did a few things. Um, the first thing we did was we put their team front and center. We made sure that there was photography of the team on the homepage where everyone can see it so that people can see the people they're gonna be dealing with. The second thing is that demographics are really quite big on their green credentials. It's something they're very proud of. They've gone to great lengths, more so than most permanent makeup studios and academies to really look at how they can run a sustainable ethical business. They've achieved that through an initiative called Growing Green, which is unique to them. Um, and it also attracted a lot of media coverage uh, from local press. So we put that particular campaign front and center as well, because although it doesn't, sh it, it, it doesn't show the people specifically, but what it does do is it gives you an idea of kind of what the ethos is behind the team, what's important to them and what their values are. So Demographics is a good example of a brand that is making an attempt to bridge the gap between a brand and a personal connection. And I think they've done a, uh, a pretty good job of doing that. Now, humanizing a brand and a company does present some challenges, uh, particularly to those who have a very clinical medical brand approach. And, and a good example of this, there are many, many artists in our industry, both on the permanent makeup side and on the SMP side, who come from an aesthetician's background. They may work out of a doctor's office on the SMP side. Some of these artists are, are, are running out of um, hair transplant surgery offices. Certainly a lot of permanent makeup artists have backgrounds in aesthetics and so on. And as, as such, they've developed that kind of corporate medical approach because that's what that industry demands. Now, the challenge with that in a permanent makeup and SMP context is this need to make that personal connection with the customer. And that, that can be quite difficult for companies that are presented in that way. And if they don't get it right, and if they don't make some attempt to become approachable, they can come across as stuffy and boring and impersonal. One thing that we found since we've been rebranding companies since 2009 one of the things that we've learned is that as soon as you make a brand like that that is quite corporate and quite medical and professional and make it just that little bit more human the impact on conversion rates from web traffic into inquiry increases dramatically so this is really really important stuff every permanent makeup artist and smp artist needs to learn how to add warmth and personality to what would otherwise be a cold faceless sterile brand. And to do that, you need to recognize that branding is more than just a logo. Many people come to us and say, can you help me rebrand? And uh, we say, sure, what do you need? And they say, well, I need a new logo. And it's like, well, the logo is a really, really small piece of, a, of what is ultimately a much a much bigger puzzle. Branding is is, is who you are. It's, it's what your values are. It, it, it's what market you target like who is your ideal customer and how are you speaking to those people how do you treat your customers what's important to you yeah how do you conduct business you know what do you do outside of work what your you know how's your personality like like how how do you approach life all of these things make up a a part of your corporate branding it's way more than just a logo you need to show your face you need to tell your story and the best way to do that is to get on camera. Yeah, there's so many opportunities to do that now. And the social media channels that are out there that are really performing well 
are the ones that have a strong focus on video. They're encouraging and rewarding companies that put consistent video content out there. And it doesn't have to be super, super high end. You know, it's all about showing yourself, you know, showing a little bit of uh, a little bit of what customers can expect when they come to you, showing a bit of your personality. Use platforms like Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, TikTok. All these platforms offer unprecedented access to customers, to those companies that are doing video content on a consistent basis. The next thing you need to remember, and this sounds so obvious, but so many artists get this wrong, is that don't try and be somebody else. You know, authenticity matters. It matters a great deal in an industry that is based around trust. Now, customers are not easily deceived. If you're not being authentic, if you're not being yourself, if you're trying too hard or trying to be something that you're not, or even worse, if you're trying to copy somebody else, and sometimes that won't be a malicious thing. Sometimes that'll be, there'll be a particular artist that you admire and they've achieved great things. So you try and be that person subconsciously. It's never gonna work. Customers see right through it. So in everything that you're doing, in, in the way that you communicate with customers, but also the content that you put out on social media, you need to make sure that you are as, as the truer version of yourself as you can possibly be. Don't try and please everybody. Firstly, because you'll never do it. It's impossible. You can't please everyone. Uh, there will always be people out there who love what you do and other people that, that don't. That's just, that's the reality of life, not just in business, you know, so don't try and please everyone. Second, you, you, if you try and please everybody, you'll, you'll blend in. You won't stand for anything. You won't stand out. You'll just be another voice in the crowd with nothing truly remarkable to say about you or your business. And because of that, you won't make meaningful connections with people. People make meaningful connections with people that they can relate to. And if you're faceless or you don't stand for anything particular or you're sitting on the fence on everything, if you, if you try and be middle ground, then people are not gonna make those connections with you because people won't see who you truly are. They need to understand who you are and what makes you tick in order to make that connection. And they need to make that connection in order to trust you enough to, to pick up the phone or send you a DM and get booked in. On that note, another thing that's really important about humanizing your brand and your company is to be open to taking calls or DMs from customers. Now, I see a lot of resistance from artists in this regard, and I don't want to upset anybody, but I'm just going to be really honest. Listen, we are a customer-focused business, and this is how customers want to communicate with us. Now, I totally understand why you know, there are some artists that say, well, I'm booked out three months in advance, I don't, I don't take calls. I don't take personal DMs. Why do I need to do that? You know, and, but the reality is, and you know, I'm sorry to say, but we're seeing more and more artists now who have been booked out for years, three, four months in advance, and they're not anymore. And these are some of the world's leading artists, right? It's getting tougher out there. Um, and every permanent makeup artist and SP artist is going to have to be more competitive with the way that they approach customers. Simply, we're gonna, we're gonna have to try that a little bit harder than maybe we've been used to in the past, right? So I do see resistance from artists because they have online booking systems. They want customers to go onto their website and, uh, and book into the calendar, which is super, super convenient for the artist, but it's not always what customers want. In fact, it's rarely what customers actually want. And we should do our best to serve our customers in the way that they want to be served. And it's simply more convenient for the customer to send a DM 
uh, or sometimes to pick up the phone. What they are coming away from is email. Customers don't like sending emails like they used to. And certainly the thing they don't want to do is fill out a, a contact form on your website and wait for a reply. Customers really, really don't like that. And you, if, if that's your main call to action, I guarantee you will be losing bookings. Something that I do need to cover as well is phone anxiety. We know quite a few artists who don't like talking to customers on the phone purely and simply because they're anxious on the phone. They're not very good on the phone. Well, unfortunately, there isn't really much of a way around that. You know, this is a customer facing business. And the best way to overcome phone anxiety is to spend a lot of time on the phone. It just becomes normal. It's one of those things that we've just got to do, guys. Customers are phoning you because they're interested in what you have to offer. It's nothing to be particularly scared of. I know several artists who have held their business back by years because they didn't want to talk to customers on the phone. Another thing is around timings. I know that it's difficult to um, to always pick up the phone or, or to, to answer DMs. Picking up the phone, I get because, you know, if the customer calls up and you're, you're in the procedure, in middle of a procedure and you don't have um, a team, it's just you, I understand why obviously you can't drop everything and answer the phone. I totally get it, right? Um, but the same doesn't apply to DMs. You can answer DMs in the evening or you can set aside time during the day, an hour a day or something to answer DMs. Either way, things like this matter, you know? And if you're really struggling, consider hiring a virtual assistant. You can go to a company like Brickwork in India, or you can go to virtual staff in the Philippines. You can hire a really great VA um, for not a lot of money. You know, you're talking around four or $500 a month in some cases for somebody who's going to be really good. They're going to really get to know your business and do a really good job, you know, or find somebody on Upwork or freelancer.com. There's plenty of people around. Make it easy for people to connect with you. There's nothing that says corporate like making yourself inaccessible. Now, on every website we build, and we've built probably, well, probably well over a thousand permanent makeup and SMP websites now. Uh, and on every website that we build, we include a contact widget that's integrated with Facebook Messenger. And depending on whereabouts in the world the artist is, sometimes we'll also integrate it with WhatsApp. Now, what that enables customers to do is no matter where they are on your website, they can find a way to send you a DM. And because it's linked to Facebook Messenger, you don't have to be online and available at that exact moment. So if you're in the middle of a procedure and the customer has sent you a message, you pick it up in your Facebook messages just the same as you do any other Facebook message. But it means that you've then got that connection with the customer that you can pick up later. And that's a really good compromise in balancing out your time without taking over your personal time either, but still providing the customers with the service that they expect. Um, I'd thoroughly recommend if we've built your website, obviously we'll put that on by default, but certainly if we haven't, look into it because it's, it's, it's a great thing, guys, seriously. No more hunting around for a phone number or a contact page or filling in one of those really annoying forms. On forms, one thing, uh, we had a particular permanent makeup artist. We had to talk her down from this position because she had this contact form on her site that was so long. Like she wanted everything about that customer. She wanted their medical history. She wanted their uh, kind of all the information about, about whether they had previous permanent makeup before, who that was with, all that stuff on, on a contact form. All that's gonna do is destroy conversions, right? Your website has two tasks and, and only two tasks, right? 
Task number one is present you and your business in the best possible light, okay? Task number two is to turn that traffic into an inquiry. That's all your website is there to do. So that contact form, instead of asking for all that information, if you insist on a contact form, you want the name, phone number, email address, and a comments box and a send button, that is it. Anything longer than that, and it's surplus to requirements. So next thing guys, stop pretending your company is huge. Customers don't care, they simply don't care. For example, in the SMP industry, the biggest companies are now gone. I'm not gonna mention them by name, but customers rejected their corporate approach. They had, one of them had 23 locations, another one had 130 odd or something, another one had about 40. The industry, customers out there rejected that model, they didn't want it. They didn't care about the size of the business. Instead, what they did was they sought out the specific artists that they wanted which ironically enough, as those artists left those big companies, they managed to take a lot of customers with them because customers sought them out. Tiny one-person clinics won the day. And with such a personal service, is it really that big a surprise? So when you combine that with what I said earlier about how customers are not that bothered about brand, they're more bothered about the personal connection that they make with you and your personal story, the message you should take away from this is the best way to humanize your brand and your company is to show who you are, what you stand for, and to keep it personal. Final, final thing on this, guys, is to show some vulnerability. Add personal content onto your business's social media. It's, it's really, we live in a world now where that's perfectly okay. Let people see a little glimpse into your personal life. Nothing intrusive, but just let them see who you are what you like doing, how you spent the weekend, what food you like to eat, pictures of your puppy, I don't know, anything. Let them see who you are. Get on camera and do videos. Not everyone likes doing videos. I don't think anyone's really comfortable in front of a camera. But get on there and do it because there's no better way of showing who you really are. Acknowledge your limitations and your frustrations. If something's really getting under your skin, then say so. If you're somebody who likes to swear a lot, then do it. If you're somebody who knows you're not particularly good at a certain thing, then say that. It's really okay. Like you don't have to portray this image of being perfect all of the time. Just be yourself and your personality will shine through and that corporate brand will all of a sudden become a whole lot warmer. That's all for today, guys. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. Press the bell icon to get all our notifications. Leave us a comment. We would love to hear your feedback. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, make sure you subscribe to our channel. If you'd like to speak with my team, just go to teammicro.com connect and we'll jump on a call. Join us next week where we'll be discussing how to get the best out of discussions with customers to maximize conversions. So until then, adios and stay hungry. Mm -hmm.